Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome in to the AOE with AD. Attitude over everything. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Boom. 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 Ladies and gents, welcome. It is Wednesday night. It is hump day here at 9.7 The Ticket, the AOE, Attitude Over Everything. It's The Ticket. Harrison, what's happening, big dog? How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. It's been a few weeks, brother. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we still had a lot of good shows coming out. Luckily, uh, shout out to Nick for setting that up for 302 the 4th, getting yes. all that lined up. That's a lot of work, man. To plan uh, 24 hours worth of shows when no one's around. Takes a little bit more than you'd imagine. So shout out to Nick for setting that up. For you us. know, we give I, I give Nick a lot of hard times for quite a bit, but he gets it done, man. Yeah, he, he does. He gets it done. He gets it done. And it seems like it was crazy because it's like seven oh three right now. And I was here at eight o'clock this morning. Well, seven fifty five this morning. So mm-hmm. it's like just in time. Twelve hours later, we're here, man. <laughs> we're here back again. Harrison, this week has been such a crazy week. And and tonight, folks, first of all, hope your week has been going great. No matter what you're going through, I'm going to tell you, keep going through it. It's the only way to get through it. You can't. You can stop. You can pause. You can rest. You can pray. You can pontificate. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got to keep going. So hopefully, uh, this next uh, 50, uh, 57 minutes helps you keep going through the rest of your week. We got tomorrow, uh, Thursday, gleaming down us tonight. Harrison, man, my heart is just a little troubled with the locker rooms, man. In light of what's taking place at Northwestern, and uh, it's not a, it's not going to be a bashing show against the former coach of Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald, uh, their president, Michael Shield, their AD, Greg. I mean, my heart goes out for the, the players. Yeah. The players. Because here's the reality. Fitzgerald's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. He's got the money. Yeah, he's got the money. He's going to be fine. Now, does it hurt because he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, at Northwestern, the College Football Hall of Fame, Shield has only been there since September 12th of last year. I mean, literally, he's not even been there a year. Mm-hmm. We got two months, a month and a half before he's been there a year. Uh, Greg is uh, uh, the athletic director has only been there a short amount of time as well, two years, I believe. But, dude, the sacredness of the locker room. So that's tonight is about why is a locker room so So here's what I'm asking you this, man. You grew up where? I know this, but I want the listeners to know this too, though. Northeast Nebraska, small town. Name of the town? Hardington. Hardington. Did you go to Cedar Catholic or a public? Cedar Catholic. Yes. I got my book, my good buddy Zimmer. Okay. You know Zimmy. Yeah. Zimmy was there. Tell me about your locker room experiences and how sacred the locker room was to you. It didn't smell good in there, but it was a sacred spot. <laughs> I can say that much. I, I remember that. Every, for football season, that you get a lot of complaints about the smells coming out right. from the locker room. But no, it was a sacred place in there. I mean, I was in a generation, right, where phones were around. They, yep. they, TikTok and all that stuff was. Because you graduated what year? 18. 18. So, so everyone had smartphones. Yep. yep. But, um, you know, people would bring their phones out, you know, after the game if we won and everyone's just having a good time. But yeah. as far as like speeches like that, like I don't ever remember people having their phones ever really recording in the locker room unless it's like after a game and you won. It was sacred. Mm hmm. Even, you know, Harrison would say this though. Even the smells. So listeners are going, oh, wait a minute, how are smells sacred? What are you talking about? If you've been in athletics before, Harrison, even the smells were sacred, weren't they? Mm-hmm. It stays in the locker room. It stays there. So what went down the locker room, stayed in the locker room, 
within reason. Mm-hmm. My heart, and we talked about this a number of times. Um, actually, heck, it started Friday when everything jumped off at Northwestern. When uh, President Shield, the president at Northwestern University, said a two-week suspension is what he said eventually. Two weeks, a two-week suspension. And then on Monday, and then over the news cycle, and I think Friday when he mentioned it, mm-hmm. I'm not him, so I'm not going to judge for him. I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy that's going to pile on. I just I don't want to do that because we've always made some decisions. I think everyone listening, Harrison, I'm just going to safely assume you've made this some some decisions. You're like, no, that was dumb. Yeah, that was prob- 2020. You want to? Yeah, unless you don't know the facts, which we don't. We still there's still names that we don't know. We still don't. So know. you can't really. Just dog on him. Exactly. Right now. There's still information being sought out. And Harrison, what you're saying is so true because I don't want to pile on someone. Mm-hmm. To me, the worst thing you do is it kick is kick someone when they're down, unless it's something just like malicious. You know, you look at Larry Nasser at Michigan State. Yeah. Now that far as that goes, I'm. You know what? My mom and dad always say that nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So I'm not going to say anything at all. In this situation here with Shield, the president at Northwestern, Greg, the AD, Fitzgerald. I mean. It's horrible. That situation is bad. Uh, it doesn't look good. And the more time that goes, the more things are going to come out. Mm-hmm. But I want to focus on the locker room. Because I've always believed this. When you desecrate the sacred, you pay a price. Yeah, Northwestern, I, I do worry about their football program as a whole. And it might even, you know, what do the other athletics look like? But like you said about the players, you know, there's players that might be so far removed from that whole situation. Right. We don't know the full story yet, but those guys, depending on how this goes in these next few seasons, like that could be the downfall of Northwestern football. You know, Harrison, you're too young to remember this, man. And I was actually young. But when Eric Dickerson uh, played for SMU, they called him Pony Express. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a lot of things that happened during that time. Let's just put it that way. Okay. NIL before NIL. Let's just say that. <laughs> And SMU was uh, penalized with the death penalty, okay, to where they were just like, there's no football, there's nothing going on like that. My fear for these kids, not the adults in the room, because in my opinion, the adults in the room should have been taken care of and seen what the kids, the college students. Now, people say, well, they're not kids. Well, they're teenagers still for the most part. Yeah, I've changed a lot. Like, I don't like that argument because I remember what I was like when I got down here in 2018. There's When I graduate, there's no way. I'm not the same person, not even remotely close. You're not the same. Mm-hmm. You're not the same. The adults in the room allowed teenagers and young adults to do things, uh, allegedly. But allegedly, is I think, is slipping away quite a bit by the more evidence that comes out. because And, and kudos to the students at the Daily Northwestern that did meticulous study. They were studious, meticulous. They say they have videos, they have pictures, et cetera, that was Six going months on. Worth. Six months worth. Mm-hmm. My heart just goes out for the players there, in particular the ones that had nothing to do with it, Harrison. Had nothing to do with it. And now they're sitting in a situation, 52, 51 days, give or take, away from opening up against mm-hmm. Rutgers. And they're thinking... We have a new coach, first of all. You know, the coach is gone. How do you get the locker room sacred again because it's been desecrated? That's a great <laughs> question. That's a great question. I'm going to say this. In the good book, the good Bible, the good book, word of God, if you would, everybody's different faiths, backgrounds, et cetera. That's why I love our podcast and our uh, uh, live as well. In Matthew 
Christ goes into the temple and he starts turning up the tables because you said you have made the temple a den of thieves. Mm-hmm. And I think from what we've been hearing, I'm not going to say they did this, but what we're hearing, they've made a sacred place and they desegregated it. I mean, they've made it, they, they've desacred the, the sacred. And it's like the locker room was a place to where, man, you can unwind. You can just be you. You feel safe. Um, there's no, fo- there shouldn't be any phones at least, at least be record anything. If it's right. a victory, that's one thing. But you even think about, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm bringing this up. My beloved Steelers, when Antonio Brown has yep. his phone in there doing his deal and Tomlin came down on him hard because this is not the place. Mm-hmm. Harrison, when did we screw up the locker room, man? I, I, I really think, um, you know, this is going to sound me. I, I don't want to like come down on the younger generation, but think about how hard it is for them to separate reality from online. Mm. Right? Mm. Is that sacred place even in their thought at this point? I mean, yep. so much of their lives is correlated with online. I don't know if there's even like a wall between there. So do they even realize what they're doing is what they're doing. breaking that sacred right. place? And you know, and Harrison, you made a great point. I always say, is it re- is it reals or is it reality? <laughs> Is it reels or is it reality? And reels, for those who are not on social media, by reels, I mean those who do reels on Instagram, uh, et cetera. There's reels on there you can record. But there's a big difference between reels and reality. Mm-hmm. And I think we've, 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 we've crossed an impasse to where we no longer know the difference. It's become fuzzy between the reels and the reality. Hence why we have in Evanston, Illinois, and my guest that will be up at the, top, uh, the bottom of the hour at 730, uh, a former um, Northwestern attendee, my, one of my, my, my best friend, Aiken Udofia, attended Northwestern and played basketball there. But when I think about the locker room, I think about sanctity. So our prayer at Nebraska, and folks, I was a bench warmer, and people say, Aaron Davis, I remember you played for Nebraska. I'm like, no, you don't. If you remember me, <laughs> an 80th string wide receiver, you're a sick, huck, you're a sick Husker, Husker fan, and you need therapy. Put it that way. Sick Husker fan, and need therapy. But our locker room, though, and my older brother Mark Davis was the equipment manager for a number of years at Nebraska when he was in school there. And I remember as a kid from 83, 84, 85, 86 with Rozier and all those guys picking up the towels, etc., in the camaraderie, they had a locker room. The brotherhood, that's a locker room. There were tears. There was laughter. There was um, um, joy that was in the locker room. But it was protected. In fact, Harrison, tell you this. Before you got in the locker room, there were security guards there. So you had to have, you know, your credentials, etc. And my brother Mark would always, you know, he would he would usher me. He'd go, He's good. He's with me. Right. So not just anyone could get in the locker room. Now with cell phones and technology, not only can they get there, but they'll Instagram it live, they'll Facebook it live, etc. We have lost the purpose in the sanctity of the locker room. Yeah. And what I mean by that, we would always say this prayer. I'm going to say it. Dear Lord, in the battles we go through life, we ask for a chance is fair. A chance to equal our stride, a chance to do or dare. If we should win, let it be by the code, faith and honor held high. If we should lose, we'll stand by the road and cheer as the winners go by. Day by day. Now, this is part, Harrison. Mm-hmm. When the D linemen, offensive linemen, those guys would animate animated. 
and there's language I won't share on here. <laughs> <laughs> we broke down that. We broke it down. Catholic, we did too. That's right. right. No, Those bro- linemen, they get into it. They get into yeah. it. What position do you play, Harrison? Tight end. Outside Tight linebacker. End. So you're basically a line, a line guy, mm-hmm. and you guys got into it. And we would say day by day, and it would get louder. Mm-hmm. We'd get better better. A team that can't be beat, and we would say loud, won't be beat. That's sanctity. That's sacred. That's our locker room. There was no press, no media. In any videos that anyone got, it was because internally we let it out externally. I miss those days. I'm 24 and I miss those days. Yes, that tells you how fast technology is moving. It's moving. And Harrison, like you said, you're 24 years old. You look how fast this technology has gone to where, and I'm not talking the team out west. We know who they are mm-hmm. with Dion. And, and, and uh, folks, I know we talk in the mornings about Dion sometimes. Uh, other shows talk about Dion. I'm not a person, I, I don't want everyone videotaping everything we do. Some things, as my mom and dad would say, God bless your souls. Some things you close your curtains down and keep it in house. Amen. Not enough of that anymore. There's not enough of that, Harrison. I'm an in-house guy. I don't want everyone hearing and seeing everything we talk about on our day-to-day. I just don't. However, the world's changed. Some things we have to adjust to, we have to change to. But when we said that prayer, dear Lord, the battles we go through life, I didn't want everyone hearing that until after the fact. Mm-hmm. Coach Osborne. Now, I know I'm going to be biased here because he was my coach, okay, folks? I'm going to be biased a lot. But the guy won 80% of his games, so whether it's biased or not, but it's it's fact. The guy won a lot of his games. He kept everything close to the hip, but he protected our locker room. I don't understand how the locker room allegedly, and I'm going to keep saying that allegedly because I'm not going to keep throwing dirt on someone that's down. But the reality is there's a lot of facts out there, pictures, videos that don't look good on behalf of Northwestern at this point. How did you lose the locker room? You lose players, you lose kids, but when you lose the locker room, you're in a whole different realm of smoke. And it's like I talked about, I think about my locker rooms, man, and how uh, growing up here in Lincoln, Nebraska, how we kept the sanctity of our locker room desecrated. My first locker room was the Salvation Army Community Center, the Shield. So they play small fry basketball, Harrison. They've been doing that since the, the late 1950s, early 1960s. Uh, the late Frank Sheridan was my basketball okay, coach. Okay, nice. Yes. Did you, play, did you play small fry basketball? Do I play what? Small, small fry, fry basketball? Yeah, we had a little league up in Harrington, up at the uh, auditorium. It was the yes. best. You get the newspaper, you see the teams are out. Uh, exactly. I love that feeling, man. That was when uh, they talked about before. That's when youth sports were at their peak. It was about recreation, not business. But that's another topic. And you, you, oh, dude, I'm about to jot it down. Recreation, not business. Because right now, there's no recreation. It's business. Mm-hmm. Anytime they're playing 60 games a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw that one. Oh, not even a year. A summer. Mm-hmm. Four months. Four months. <laughs> 60 games. Every other day. Every other day they're playing. comes out to for an average. Harrison, you know, it's, it's, it's not recreation. It's business right now. But I think about the locker room that I had at the top. We called it the Shield is what we called it. But the Salvation Army Community Center uh, right there in 27th Potter. I think about the late Frank Sheridan was my first basketball coach as a kid. That was my first locker room. And the late Larry Lassick, uh, I played for Bowens Plumbing. Okay. And it was basketball, and we loved it, man. And then I think about when I got to junior high. It was Color Middle School. We're on uh, our station right now located is on 48th and O Street. It was just uh, uh, to, the, uh, to the north and a block and a half away at Color Middle School, the Color Cougars. I think about the late George Nutt, the late Fred, uh, Fred Richardson, 
Mr. Kerry Haynes, who was our locker room. The locker room was sacred. There were certain things that we kept in the locker room, but it was always done with respect. I think about Lincoln High. I'm a Link man. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Link. Now I know. Now when I was in high school, Harrison, they have. Now I know they have um, Standing Bear. They have North Star. They have Southwest, Northwest. And when I was in school, because I'm 25 years old. Gosh, I'm old. Even just saying that, Harrison. <laughs> Good gosh. When you were born, I was your age. Now think about that for a second, homie. When you were born, I was your age. <laughs> Actually, a year older. I was I was twenty five. Because what is your birthday? Twelfth, April twelfth, ninety nine. And you're twenty four right now. Twenty four. Good gosh, Harrison, I'm getting old, man. Hey, at least you got to see Nebraska in the glory days. I always say that people in my generation, like we we uh, ninety nine. It's kind of right when we got into football. Is right when it started to skew, which is a little tough. So that's why it's it's good to have you guys around the station <laughs> talk about when it used to be good. But and yeah, you're going. I don't believe you if there wasn't YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. If we didn't have like film and those trophies, if the trophies weren't in there, I'd second guess it. You'd second guess it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I, th- I may have my championship ring in my bag because I was doing the event yesterday. Let me see if I have it in my bag. Let me see if well, I'll, I'll find it at the break. Oh, Harrison, there's a championship ring. Dude, yeah, let me see this. He's got, the na- he's got the national championship ring in his hand. That's a 94 right there. That ring is older than you. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harrison, that national championship you're holding right there from 94, we beat Miami mm-hmm. in the Orange Bowl. 13-0. 13-0. We didn't lose. There's something that Ricky Simmons would always say, my big Husker brother, all of our big Husker brothers would always say. He goes, you know what? We made a decision. We're not going to lose today. Where was that done at? The locker room. Where was the blood, sweat, and tears after practice? The locker room. After a, a a defeat that hurt you to your core, to where you're literally your heart hurt and you had a frog in your throat, the locker room. Sheer exhilaration, the locker room. At Lincoln High School, Coach Sham Sharp, my freshman year, Coach Hitz, Coach Alex Schranko, Coach Mike Foltz, Coach Harold Simpson, my senior, my junior, my actually my junior and senior year, Coach Eric Knoll, Coach Jenish. Coach Bob White when I ran track. Coach Headley, who's my neighbor down the street, and she still runs like crazy. Good oh, for her, Harrison. man. Okay, so I'm 49, and we were literally – I was walking my dog just two nights ago, and it was her oldest son, it was her, uh, her oldest son and his wife and, their, and her grandchild. She goes, you know, he was in my belly when I was training you guys. I'm thinking, okay, now I real, feel really old right now. <laughs> he was, he's 32 right now, dude. So I was 17, and I'm looking at this guy. He's a big dude, good-looking dude, but Coach Headley and Coach Droud. That was at Lincoln Height. And I got to the locker room at Nebraska. Coach Osborne, Coach Brown, Coach Tenniper, Coach Gill, Coach Young, Coach Darlington, Coach McBride, Coach Samuel, Coach Bush, who was on Sip and Jake with those guys in the morning. And our psychologist, Coach Sark. We called him Coach, but he was a psychologist, and there's other names as well. Harrison, we have forgotten about the sanctity of the locker room. We've desecrated it with social media, um, hazing that shouldn't happen. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put it out there right now. People say, what, Nebraska, did you guys do that? You know what we did in Nebraska, man? We called it a thing called pay rent. And I'm just going to say this. We didn't do anything like what was allegedly done at Northwestern. Not even remotely close. Mm-hmm. Not remotely close. Not even remotely. I don't understand how they forgot about the sanctity of the locker room 
by delving the things that are allegedly been said they were doing. Hence why you have a coach who's a Hall of Famer at the school, Hall of Famer in college football, who's been there since 2006, I believe, who's no longer there. Who's now also lawyered up. Mm-hmm. Their president, Michael Shield, who's only been there since September 12th, he's under the gun. Their athletic director, uh, uh, Greg, is under the, under the gun as well. Here's my thing about the locker room. With all the people that come in and out of a locker room on a daily basis, I don't know how one person could say, I didn't know this was going on, if allegedly it was. I want to keep saying that, Harrison, because I'm not going to say, oh, this happened. But apparently, with everything that's come about, well, Fitzgerald's not getting fired if it didn't happen. Yeah, it's not nothing. We can it's, it's to not say nothing. That. Exactly. Yeah. They kind of say they're old saying, "Well, there's smoke, there's fire." Well, when you have close to a dozen players that said, "Yeah, this happened," and the Daily Northwestern, and here's what I'm going to say too, Harrison. I don't think those kids, young adults at Northwestern, get enough credit from the Daily Northwestern because they simply said, "You know what." We're going to keep digging until we find. And some people, and I've even seen this on Twitter and social media, oh, they had a vendetta. Well, if there's pictures and videos, there's not a vendetta. Mm-hmm. This is evidence that's right there. That's just good journalism. That's good journalism. Yeah, if you don't know the full story, you don't get to say the full story. Exactly. And think about this. If they did reveal the full story and they had that, then they'd be called bad journalists. Yeah. Here's one thing. I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to Michael Wilbon. Don't know him from Adam. But I was very, very curious, and I was very attuned to what he was going to say yesterday because he's been a board of trustee for the past, I believe, 13 to 16 years. He's a Northwestern grad. Uh, he's on ESPN, obviously. And I enjoy Michael Wilbon. I really do. I have nothing but respect for the guy. He showed contriteness. He showed honesty. He showed diplomacy. And he just goes, it hurts. And, you know, think about this. Now, granted, at Nebraska, we've had situations here as well. It hurts when you're alma mater. Is hurting. So I'm not going to be one to throw, but I was glad to hear him just be like, you know what? This stinks. It hurts. I hate it. I can't stand it. This is what's going on. And uh, I, I think what's going to happen now, I seriously think there'll be more heads that'll roll later as they dig more and find out more evidence. My biggest question mark right now, though, Harrison, as far as the locker room and how all of this has des- desecrated the locker room. What was Michael Schill thinking when he only suspended him for two weeks? Patrick Fitzgerald, the former coach at Northwestern, on Friday, two weeks. First of all, you can't have contact with the players right now anyway because mm-hmm. it's a dead period. And with all the evidence he had, why not just say indefinitely until we find out more? Leave it at that. You're safe from a lawsuit at that point, which Fitzgerald lowered up and say, wait a minute. That's not the conversation we had last time. And you know, yep. when Fitzgerald's defense, if there's a defense, I'm going to say that. I'm going to put this game in there. If there's a defense, at least you say, until we find out more, let's say indefinitely, because you know what? It saves me and you yeah. from later humility. 48, 48 hours earlier, there's humility. That's a good point. I just don't understand that. But, folks, we will dive more into that. Um, some of the things that I feel that are important about a locker room, uh, the sense of camaraderie builds, confidentiality, pregame rituals and mental preparation, emotional highs and lows happen in the locker room because I can still remember, folks, in 1993 when you weren't born yet, Harrison. Gosh, dang, I'm getting old. When we got hustled by Florida State by those refs when 
Lloyd scores without uh, the ball in his hands, and Corey Dixon runs a touchdown back. Uh, they call a clip. Well, there was no clip. The the tears and the anger, the frustration, the anxiety and sadness in that locker room, all these years later, I'll never forget. And my heart goes to Evanston with those kids because they know there were things done in that locker room that may be called into question right now. Folks, it's the attitude over everything. This is AD. We got Harrison holding down the ticket. We'll be right back. We got a special guest coming up as well who was a student at Northwestern and my best friend as well. Won a dunking contest in the old Chicago Bulls Stadium. We have him coming up as well. Stick with us. We'll be right back. The ticket. <laughs> 